0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. It's time to talk Jets football with Brian Costello, reporter for the New York Post and WFAN. Brian, good morning.
1: Morning, guys. How are you?
0: Did you ever think you'd be on the radio in Utah?
1: (laughs) I've actually been on the radio in Utah quite a bit over the last
0: uh <laughs> I, I bet months. you have. <laughs> Brian Costello joining us right now on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah is in an extreme drought currently. That's why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property. Concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation? Find out more at smartrain.net. All right, so uh, I guess first impressions, and do you really put any put anything in, anything you've seen so far, because it's way early.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, you take everything with the grain of salt in the spring. They're in shorts. There's no tackling, um, you know, so you kind of just have to view it through that lens. But I thought Zach had a good spring. Uh, he didn't look confused. You know, that's something that can happen even in the spring. He looked like he knew where he had to go with the ball, uh, and he was uh, he made some wow throws, you know, what you expect from a guy taking number two overall. Um, but he looked like he belonged, and he, he didn't look overwhelmed at, at, at any times. and there was no practices where he had four interceptions or, or anything like that. He, he had a couple couple interceptions here and there, but a lot of times it was tip balls and things like that. There, there weren't many throws that made you go, uh, that was a terrible throw. So, um, you know, overall, I thought he was pretty impressive this spring.
2: So it looks like they're hitching their wagon to him. It's a new coaching staff and all that, so there's some level of optimism. Do you believe that they are going to just stick with him through thick and thin, knowing that there's probably going to be some, well, I don't know if it's thin or thick, whichever is the bad of the two, going forward? <laughs> he's going to have some growing pains. Does he have to look over his shoulder? Oh, he
1: doesn't look over his shoulder. There's no one there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the Jets are really taking a huge risk in their backup quarterback situation, in my opinion, is they don't have a quarterback on the roster right now who's ever taken a snap in an NFL game. Um, so that's not something that's recommended. Uh, and, you know, the, the, I haven't seen a quarterback go through 16 games here since 2015. Probably was the last time. And that was after Geno Smith got punched and broke his jaw in training camp, and Ryan Fitzpatrick being the starter. But there was almost always this, you know, a little injury here and there. It was a starting quarterback this time, and right now, the Jets have James Morgan, who was a fourth round draft choice last year and didn't play at all last season, and Mike White, who's uh, been kicked around for a little while but never played in the game, as Zach's backups. And so he is. There's no threat to Zach right now. He's he's all he's, there's there's no one. He doesn't need to look over his shoulder. There's no one there right now.
0: So, what is the number one challenge for Zach Wilson in your mind?
1: I think it's the same as, you know, every rookie quarterback is just adjusting to NFL defenses. You know, the defenses are going to be so much different than what he saw at BYU. And, I mean, even if he had had played an SEC schedule, the defenses are different. And now you're talking about, you know, the the teams that he played at BYU last year were not, you know, even even that caliber. So it's going to be defensive coordinators are going to mess with him. Um, And, you know, week two, the Jets play the Patriots and Bill Belichick loves to face rookie quarterbacks and he's going to throw things at Zach that he's never seen before and he's going to have to adjust and adapt and and you know the coaches are going to have to help him through that really but i think that that's a big thing and you know the jets are they're not ready to win right now they're better than they were last year but they were a two win team last year so is better four wins this year five wins you know like so he's going to have to adjust to that and adjust to uh, things things do not go well in the NFL unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Really, there, there's a lot of adversity, and he's going to have to. We have to see how he handles that.
2: So, Brian, I was born in Excess County, grew up in Morris County, so I understand the people. I am one of them. I am not a nice guy, like Jets fans aren't either. And we hear a lot about that in the New York media. And I realize they play in Jersey and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, it seems like that Zach has, from our perspective out here the temperament to handle all that what have you seen as far as that goes
1: yeah i think he's well equipped for it um you know the people here sometimes make uh, uh they made a thing of oh he he's from utah or he played at byu but to me the byu quarterback is that's a big position yeah. you know that that is you're you're under the under the microscope if you're the byu quarterback um so i don't see much of a difference for him uh coming here in that regard in football terms what's different in new york than anywhere else is off the field. All right. If Zach decides to go out after a game and have dinner with his teammates and that kind of thing and drinks in New York, it's going to be in the paper the next day. That's how, you know, we have page six in the New York post. (laughs) That's where all the gossip is. If if Zach, you know, has a new girlfriend and it's going to be in the paper. If Zach's mom is saying stuff on Instagram, it's going to be on our (laughs) website. Like there's, that's kind of different than what he's probably used to at BYU or if he had been drafted by Jacksonville or drafted by, uh, you know, a team not in his market. Um, that's where it's different. Football-wise, I, I don't think it's different than anywhere else. You know, these guys are always under the microscope, and it's the same way here as it was in Provo form.
0: Well, if we went out for drinks here, it would be in the paper too. But that's the, true. That's the true. Instagram <laughs> that got a laugh out of PK, so that was good. good
2: well, yeah, good I mean, player. we didn't do anything with his mother, and now I understand she she blew up right out, or right off the bat with some stuff that, and she's a flamboyant gal and all that stuff, and you know she loves to put herself out there. But yeah. we we just kind of well, roll with it. It doesn't really make news the way it already has there.
1: Yeah, well, and I'll, I'll tell you, like you know, when Mark Sanchez was the quarterback, right? That the, the our paper, we, we, were at, um, we actually sent the reporter, we, this is when Tebow was on the team. We got a tip that Tebow was living at a golf course in New Jersey. And we sent a reporter and a photographer to try to track Tebow down. Right? They didn't find Tebow. He wasn't there. But what they did see was Mark Sanchez eating uh, on his porch. He lived on the golf course with Ava Longoria. So they took pictures of it. Well, it was of course, on the page of the paper the next day, <laughs> <laughs> and so that, so that's for me. I have to go to Oh, well, you know, sorry, Mark. You know, like you have to go. That's, I've had to deal with that with Mark and and with Sam Darnold was in was in the paper for going out with his teammates and stuff. So that part of it is different here. Um, but you know, if he throws four interceptions here, he's going to get the same kind of scrutiny that he would get if he threw four interceptions in Kansas City or Green Bay. It's, it's the same thing football wise.
2: Would he make news if he goes down the shore?
1: <laughs> he, might. Yeah, he might. He might get some pictures. I mean, the Islanders, he went to the Islanders game. That was yeah. good uh, the one with his teammates. So, um, you know, he's, he's going to be a big celebrity here.
0: So quarterbacks are celebrities, but it's still a team game. Has he got good enough teammates around him? is the line well let's start with the line is the line yeah. going to protect him because when you tell me I haven't seen a quarterback go 16 games since Fitzpatrick in uh, 2015 the first thing, first thing I think is that O-line's getting the quarterbacks beat up
1: yeah and they have uh, this O-line has been bad for a long time now I'll say Joe Douglas the GM who, you know he's just, he came in two years ago after the draft so he's had this was his second full draft this year He's put more focus on the offensive line than his predecessors have for a while. So he drafted Makai Becton last year in the first round, who's a giant 6'7", 360 left tackle. He drafted Elijah Vera Tucker in the first round this year after Zach uh, from USC. So he's, he just signed Morgan Moses, the former Washington right tackle. So he's making an effort. So I think they'll be better. I, I don't think they're a good offensive line yet, but I don't expect them to get that killed this year. I think, I think they have some pieces. The key with them is just staying healthy. Their offensive line has not stayed healthy. Makai Beckton is a, that's a big question with him. He didn't, he missed two full games last year, parts of four other games. He said he missed the spring this year with a foot injury which when you're 360 pounds, you know, foot injury is not good. So um, that's a concern for the Jets. But I think their offensive line is trending in the right direction. And, and I think Zach is going to benefit from the scars that the organization has from Sam Darnold. Uh, you know, Sam was constantly under siege here. Sam didn't really have good receivers to throw to here. The organization recognizes that it did not do what it needed to do for Sam Darnold, and I think Zach Wilson is going to benefit from that.
2: How much of a growing pain experience does the offensive coordinator, Mike LaFleur, LaFleur need? Because he's a youngster himself. He's like 33, 34 years old. And I know he's been passing game coordinator, but I believe this would be his first running the show at the NFL level.
1: Yeah, it will be. So, yeah, there's going to be an adjustment there. I mean, it's interesting with the coaching staff. They've got first-time head coach, first-time coordinators in both spots, yeah, offense and defense. So there's going to be growing pains there. Uh, you know, they swear by this offense, and obviously this offense is going everywhere right now. A lot of teams are running it, the um, Shanahan offense. So they feel like it's, you know, I think Salah called it the best offense in the world you know to run the scheme so uh, th- i think they're going to rely heavily on-, on what he's learned from kyle shanahan uh, he worked for shanahan in atlanta and in san francisco but yeah i mean there's no doubt it's going to take him a little while there's going to be some hiccups along the way i'm sure for this coaching staff
0: New York Post and WFAN Jets reporter Brian Costello join us here to talk about Zach Wilson and the Jets. So they're coming off a two-win season, but they're also only two years removed from a seven-win season. What constitutes an acceptable season and progress?
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's a number, like record-wise. I think it's just you need to see them trend in the right direction. I think if Zach – shows a lot of promise. They'll feel good about that. They have a lot of younger players. They see some development there. They'll feel good. Um, You know, they've just, they looked inept last season. Um, Obviously, you win two games. So they they lost their first 13 games. They were, there was games they just were not even in. Um, So I think just being more competitive, playing closer games will be a step in the right direction. And, uh, you know, I don't think anyone has delusions around the Jets of them being a playoff team this year. But I think if they can get five, six wins, uh, that's a, I think that's a huge step for them after two wins last year.
2: Also, too, it seemed like for years – the division was the big dog and then the little dogs, basically. Yeah. And obviously the Patriots have taken a little bit of a hit. We'll see to what extent. I'm not sure last year was a complete and total fair evaluation. But you look at a couple other teams, notably the Bills in the division, it seems like you know, certainly the Bills are on the come, and I can argue that the Dolphins are getting better. So I can, make a, I can make a statement and have some validity that the division is getting better compared to what it used to be, which would increase – the difficulty for the Jets of being successful since they have to play these teams twice each.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's more difficult because obviously when it was the Patriots, you you had no chance. There was no chance of winning the division. You know, every
2: year... I'm just talking about winning winning games, though, not winning the division. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's been... Yeah, I I mean, the Bills... I think the Bills right now are obviously the, the best team... I'm not sold on the Dolphins completely. I need to see more from Tua, so okay. I, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily look at that and go. That's two losses for sure. I think the Bills right now, it would be a huge upset if the Jets won a game from them. And the Patriots, I don't know what to make of the Patriots. Like you said, last year was kind of a weird year for them, um, and they obviously spent a ton of money in free agency this year. So I, I'm curious to see what they look like. I, you know, it'd still be an upset, I guess, if the Jets won a game from them. But I feel like they're a little, they're closer there uh, the division it's it's more interesting than it's been in a long time I'll, I'll say that because I don't it's just Buffalo they look good on paper but they're going from being you know the scrappy underdogs now to being the hunted and I'm sure I'm curious to see how they respond to that and, uh, and they've had very good luck with injuries the last few years uh, at some point they're gonna have a year where the injuries get them um, so it, it's a I think the division is more open than it's been but um, But, you know, the Jets are clearly fourth and chasing those other three
2: teams right
0: now. So then there's also how much good pub is the other team getting, and that's the Giants. If they are a mess, does that divert the spotlight a little bit? I mean, (laughs) you have to be good and you have to win in the long run. It's all about you. But in the short run, hey, don't look at this. Look at that wreck over there. So how good are the Giants going to be?
1: Uh, They have a a huge question at quarterback with Daniel Jones. You know, he's entering his third year. He's sort of in the Sam Darnold seat that was last year. Uh, What he can do in the third year. So I think the Giants are better. They they got Kenny Galladay, who I thought was a good signing. Um, They have Saquon Barkley coming back off of ACL. If he can be 100%, they'll be a lot better, obviously, with him. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot more focus on the Giants than the Jets in terms of scrutiny this year. I think the Jets have a nice little honeymoon. For this season, because uh, Salah is very popular, a new coach. Uh, you know, Zach, being a rookie quarterback, is going to get a lot of slack this year, so the Giants are probably going to be a lot more under fire than the Jets this year, unless they really have a you know horrible, horrible, horrible season. Um, but if, if they if they can win some games, I don't think there's going to be a lot of attention paid to the Jets uh, problems this year.
2: Can you save me a table at Star Tavern this weekend? <laughs>
1: I, I am talking to you from West Orange. I know you are New Jersey. So yep, yep. So there you go. Yep, um, I am. Uh, yeah, Star Tavern is the best uh, the best bar pizza <laughs> you'll find.
2: Eleven Lafayette Street. That's where my mother grew up in West Orange.
1: Okay, there you go. <laughs> Small world.
2: Yep, all the way out here, huh? Believe me, I am a fish out of water. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brian, we appreciate the time. Thanks for hopping on with us, and uh, we'll probably bother you again later this season. Anytime, <laughs> hey guys. Thanks right. for having me. Brian Costello, reporter for the New York Post and WFAN, giving us the update on Zach
2: Wilson. You're practically an honorary North Jersey resident, aren't you? I've gotten a lot of <laughs> knowledge for a place I've never been, I
0: was going to say.
2: <laughs> West Orange, that's, uh, that's where my mother grew up. That's where... Uh, I spent many, many, many years. That's where my, my, my grandmother grew up in a house. She grew up in the house and then my grandfather bought the house. So they raised all 10 kids in the house. So that house had since been sold, but, uh, it was in the family of over a hundred years. That's, that's crazy, isn't it? Had some home repairs to do there over the course of a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. And they, they don't say go to the beach there. They say down the shore.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of words and phrases <laughs> like that that just don't don't match up.
2: That's what they talk about. You're going down the shore this weekend. They won't say you're going to the beach.
0: To go to the beach, do you have to go down to the shore? Is it south?
2: A little southeast. Yeah. yeah. Not much, but yeah. But if it's a... Even if you're at the shore, the you say expression. down the shore. Yeah, I, I, just I don't know. I, have no I have no idea. idea. Okay. At uh, one time, my my daughter, well, my daughter no, my wife was saying it to my niece. Uh, they came out to visit us in California, and she said to her, "So, do you, you guys, uh, do you, are you gonna go down the shore." My niece, who was born and raised in Phoenix, looked at her like, "What the heck are you talking about?" She's <laughs> <laughs> part of the family, but she's not from the Jersey part of the family. <laughs> you got to pay to go go down the
0: shore. Yes, you have to get beach tags. You're not allowed on the sand unless you pay. Yes, you have to have... That is really a foreign (laughs) concept, a
2: California guy. You can buy daily, weekly, monthly, seasonal, what they call beach tags, and then they hire kids to come around. And check your... And you'll be sitting there on a lounge chair, and they'll say, do you have your beach tags? And so then you have to take it out, and you have to show them your literal beach tags. I have some beach tags that I've kept as souvenirs. Yeah, so you have to show them, and then if you don't, then you got to go pay. Uh, some people try to sneak on. Uh, even even the boardwalk, it will end. Is that
0: controversial
2: you know. at all? That's no, the way of life. It's just the way it is. So everyone accepts it. It's just like you don't. There's no self service gas stations. They still have. You can't mm-hmm. pump your gas.
0: It's like Oregon.
2: Yeah, I think that's the other state that does yeah. it that actually, too. Yeah. So, I mean, you just, it's the way of life.
0: I went to Oregon. I, I tried to get out of my car and, like, no. Yeah, yeah no. I'm like, huh? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. I, I i don't know. I mean, that's what I grew up with. Uh, it, it, to you, it would be because it's completely and totally foreign. You don't do that at all. Right. And I've been to the beach in many places uh, on the Atlantic coast, uh, in the West Coast, I've only been to California. Uh, as far as recreation. I mean I've been to other but I mean just to go hang out at the beach, it's only been California and obviously you don't pay, but back there you do.
0: Just in Jersey or the whole East Coast? Does the whole East Coast No that's pay? what I'm saying.
2: I've been to other places on the East Coast that you, my Florida, multiple places in Florida uh are free. South Carolina? Free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah, walk okay. out. I'm saying, yeah. Jersey, they have what they call they make you pay, and you they call them beach tags. Yeah. Yeah. All right, DJ PK, it's
0: 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Dan Devine, NBA writer for The Ringer, coming up at 9.30. Stay with us. It's 97.5 at 12.80 The Zone.